Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Generosity is both an attitude and an action. Real generosity, the kind that describes God and that he intends to describe his people, must have both. In that way, it's like a coin with a heads and a tail. It would be possible to act generously, but do so begrudgingly, or feel you have to because your arms are being twisted. It would be possible also to have a generous attitude, but then do nothing. And an attitude without an action is just a thought. Generosity is an attribute of God. It's part of his essence and nature. He's generous in sharing his creation with us, lavishing the riches of his grace upon us, giving us every good thing that's in our lives. God's forgiveness is an act of his generosity. He's also generous with wisdom and much more. God wants his children to develop a generous spirit as well. Generous Christians have the attitude and take the actions that look like God. Paul in 2 Corinthians 9 verses 6 through 8 writes this, But I say, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Note that Paul makes the point to give as he purposes in his heart. In this part of his letter, Paul was speaking specifically of money, he was collecting an offering for the struggling church in Jerusalem. But generosity doesn't involve only money. It could be time, compassion, energy, wisdom, and many other things. In fact, most of the things that God uh, is generous with towards us, we can give to others. But this purposes in his heart makes the generous spirit something that's very private and intimate. Obviously, one with greater resources has the capacity to give more. But over and over in the scripture, God reminds us that it's not about the amount, it's about the attitude. Jesus was clear that the widow's might was worth more to God than the rich man's larger gift. That's because she gave generously with both attitude and action. In her case, her sacrifice was greater, though her amount was less. That's what God is looking for. Here's a way to check your level of generosity, and if needed, develop greater generosity. One, decide that God owns it all to start with. That's money, time, talent, your very life. If God hadn't given it to you, you wouldn't have it. We're stewards, not owners. And this is always the starting point. And I think it helps us hold what we do have with an open hand. God owns it all. Two, trust that God gives to us as we need and as we demonstrate our faithfulness with what he has given us. Jesus taught that those who are faithful with little can be trusted with more. You know, with that open hand that gives, it's also an open hand that's more likely to receive from God. And third, trust that what you do give, God will use for his glory. This is the part that makes us smile, the cheerful giver, as Paul described it. You've heard the saying, you can't outgive God. It's true, obviously. But only through generous giving of everything that we are and have can we turn that from a saying 
into a way of life. God loves the generosity, and he loves the cheerful giver. I want to pray that you will cultivate a generous spirit and trust God to provide all that you need. Heavenly Father, may your son, your daughter, become even more generous. May they sow bountifully and thus reap bountifully in every area of their lives. May they know that it's all yours anyway. May they trust that you will provide more as is needed. And may they have the assurance that all they give is like they're giving it to you. In that way, you're glorified. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.